Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is Fred Barnes. And Fred, you have an idea for three speeches that you think Donald Trump should give right now to take the conversation away from the controversies and the stuff like the judges, et cetera, and focus on issues that are winners for him. Fred Barnes, if you were consulting the Trump uh, campaign, what would those three speeches be? Well, I'm going to recommend three speeches, and, and the reason is I would like Donald Trump to w- win for only one reason, and that is to keep Hillary Clinton out of the White House, and I think he's the only person at this point who can do it. Now, he has given so far one speech that got a lot of attention, and that was his speech uh, on foreign policy because it was delivered to a, the great APAC convention, uh, the uh, uh, American-Israeli lobby, and it was given at the Verizon Center, and you had 15,000 people there, uh, and it got a lot of attention. Now, he's given one other serious speech on energy. It was a very good speech, a very good policy that nobody paid any attention to because – Trump was off doing right. other things. So anyway, there's a lot there's a lot he can do. The speeches I'm going to recommend are ones that he could deliver without changing his view on anything. And these are basically the conservative positions that that he's uh, been for. Now, he's uh, obviously all his positions are not conservative, but these three are. And let's start with infrastructure. And the person who uh, has recommended this to Trump and has mentioned it to me is Newt Gingrich. And he says it's a natural for Trump. You read The Art of the Deal, which I have, and he talks about all these infrastructure things he has done. The best chapter is on this ice hockey rink. Well, it's not ice hockey, but it's an ice rink in Central Park called Woolman Rink. And it sat around for 12 years and nobody could get it renovated, get it going. And finally, Trump took over and did it in a matter of months. So it was an under budget and before the schedule had even called for it to be finished. And I mean, it really is an amazing thing he's done. And he's done that in other in other areas as well. Uh, building the Trump Tower, for heaven's sakes, is is another one. On infrastructure, he is very good. He believes in it. It's generally popular uh, and with voters, and, and he could give a very good speech on it. He could just read excerpts from the art of the deal. <laughs> so Donald Trump's a builder. I get that. That's a natural fit. What's another speech Donald Trump should give? Well, another one is the economy. Now, uh, the economy is something that he knows Something about, you know, it's not like foreign policy where he's, you know, doesn't he doesn't have any background in it and hadn't read much. And uh, and his uh, advisors are people you never heard of. Uh, But on the economy, he has very good advisors. One is Larry Kudlow, uh, the uh, the economics reporter. And he worked in the Reagan administration. I've known Larry for years. And Steve Moore, uh, who was another economist and a conservative and so on. And and they've helped hone the policy that Trump has adopted. So why doesn't he give a speech on it, a speech where he would uh, uh, precede it with some fanfare so it would get some media attention? These are speeches that are going to – those two and the third one that I'm going to mention as well. Well, let's stop it there. Okay. There are some people who say one of the reasons why Trump can't really give an economic speech is that his vision of economics – doesn't align with kind of the traditional view. Obviously, one area that jumps out is yeah, trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he have a message that you think would penetrate the kind of you know, mm-hmm. the, the focus on Trump's personality yeah, sure. and connect with people? Yeah, no, I think so. And and on trade, it's too bad. Look, I'm a free trader uh, at the moment. We've lost that argument. It's not just the Democrats who are against this trade bill. It's most of the Republicans as well in Congress are against it. It's not going to pass. You just have to put it aside and, and maybe— 
five, ten years from now, free trade will come back. It certainly is the winning argument economically. But uh, uh, so, uh, I mean, Trump is on the right side of that politically uh, for now. But he has, look, he's talked about uh, cutting the business tax from uh, from 35 percent to 15 percent. But you have to talk about it and explain why it's so important. It's not because you think businesses ought to ought to have higher profits. It's because when you there is a direct link that has been proven over time. If you cut the business tax, what does that lead to, among other things? Higher wages for employees. It's the one thing that really does affect that. And we've had this horrible uh, wage increase right. uh, absence for the last 20, 25 years at least for people in the uh, lower third of the economy. Uh, so that's one thing. He could talk about that. He, he, he would reduce the top rate on individual income to 25% uh, from, uh, what is it now, 39.6% plus uh, a few extras. other add-ons. Right. Yeah. So, so we've got uh, infrastructure, we've yeah, got the economy. Yeah. What's the third speech that Fred Barnes would recommend? Military buildup. He's in favor of a military buildup. Uh, okay, what are you going to build? Where do we start? Where do we go? What do we? Uh, I think missile defense would be one place where the uh, Obama administration and the Clinton administration uh, really cut back on it. And you could really make some headway. People care about that. They worry about the Iranians. They worry about the North Koreans. They worry about people who are unfriendly to the U.S. Why not talk about that? You don't. Uh, uh, and there are other parts. I mean, the military has just been savagely cut. In the Obama years, uh, and uh, you know, it used to be that the policy of the U.S. was be able to fight two wars at a time. Now they can't fight one war at a time, much less two. So, uh, look, those are three speeches that would appeal to, I think, probably sixty percent of Americans, and including an awful lot of conservatives who are are in, in doubt about whether they want to vote for Trump or not, and for good reason, uh, because uh, uh, he hasn't articulated enough his conservative side. One last question for you as someone who's watched presidential races for a while now. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of frustration, I think, with people who are, we'll call them Trump-friendly or maybe Trump-curious. Yes. Know, they're not mm -hmm. on yet, but they're, and their attitude is, you know, I see him, and I, he mm -hmm. says something smart about for example, a foreign policy. He has a foreign policy speech, and, mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. and then two days later, it's some craziness. Yeah. If you, if you had to bet today that we're going to have, you know, a, a more sober, more of the speeches you've just mm -hmm. described, or more crazy, having mm -hmm. watched candidates in the past, mm -hmm. do, do they make the change or? Is this is it going to be a white knuckle roller coaster ride all the way to November? Well, I think it is going to be exactly that this roller coaster ride. But what you can do is is have Trump give more serious speeches and have fewer uh, flights of fancy that, that, such as he's having now about judges. Look, you're going to have a certain amount of that. I mean, that is Trump. Uh, he thinks that's him, and, and he's right about this. Uh, and he's going to be calling into the morning shows every day uh, on, on television, and he's going to have rallies where it's going to be uh, extemporaneous uh, on the part of Trump. There's going to be that. But you want if you can get less of the craziness and more of the seriousness on, on serious issues, I mean, I'm not trying to make Trump boring. Sure. I'm just trying to make him electable. <laughs> well, if you wanted to do that, you would sneak in and steal his Twitter feed. You know, don't let him have Twitter. Take his iPhone, take his smartphone, keep him off Twitter. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for having me, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.